With the sixth pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Daniel Jones, quarterback at Duke. So they do love a quarterback, and it's the kid from Duke. With the 17th pick of the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select Dexter Lawrence, defensive tackle, Clemson. Second and nine! The Seattle Seahawks have traded the 30th pick to the New York Giants. With the 30th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the New York Giants select DeAndre Baker, defensive back, Georgia. Welcome to Talking Giants first round draft recap. And Danny, we know who the successor to Eli Manning is going to be. It's Daniel Jones, quarterback out of Duke. And this one's tough, man, because I am not a huge hater of Daniel Jones, but I'm not in love with this guy. And to take him at six, when Josh Allen is on the board, when Josh Rosen is so obviously available, it just doesn't make sense to me. Danny, what are you what are you thinking on this right now? I agree with you 100%. It was a reach for Daniel Jones. When you had the likes of Josh Allen still on the board, heck, you could put even Ed Oliver there. Uh, once again, as you said, Daniel Jones, he's not a terrible guy. We We don't have issues with him. But I still 100% believe it was a reach. The only other team that I see really have an interest in him was probably the Redskins because they need help at quarterback. Obviously, they addressed it with Dwayne Haskins. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to root for Daniel Jones. We got no choice but to. I'm going to hope he becomes the most successful quarterback in NFL history because that's all I can hope for right now with him. And, uh, I mean, he's in a position to succeed with the guy training him and Eli Manning. So we just got to trust the process. Yeah, this is where I'm at right now. Obviously, I did not agree with the move. I believe we should have taken Josh Allen there. And I believe Josh Rosen is better than any quarterback in this draft, even Kyler Murray. who And Kyler Murray is somebody I like, somebody I believe in. I believe he's going to cover up for some flaws that Arizona has as in the coaching and, and the GM position. I just do not get why you don't go after Josh Rosen. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense to me. You can get a, the guy who was your favorite, the top guy in last year's draft, arguably, between him and Donald and Baker, and the guy who would have easily been the top guy in this year's draft. I just he's a better, he has way much better arm talent, uh, awareness. I guess you could say they're close to the same. They're actually pretty similar when it comes to that. Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Josh Allen is such an amazing talent. I think we, I, you know, once the Raiders pulled that uh, Clolin Farrell move, it, it seemed like it was destiny for us to get Josh Allen. And we don't. Now, Daniel Jones, let's talk about Daniel Jones, though, just as a player. Obviously, the Giants believe in him. And this is a position, like I said earlier, this is a position that the best GMs in this league get wrong. And this is a position that the worst GMs in this league Get right. It is so hard to judge. So I'm not going to sit here and bash Jones because it's the easy thing to do right now. Now I'll point out what I don't like about him, and I'll point out what I do like about him. So maybe, you know, 
we'll hopefully we'll look back at this and like you said, like it's, it'll be like you know what we overreacted to that. They made the right decision, even though it wasn't the popular decision. Because he is a very smart quarterback. He's a great decision maker. Um, his stats um, were deflated because, I mean, he had an unbelievable amount of drops. But at the same time, with that, there were games where he just flat out had bad stats. And I get that he was at Duke and playing against, uh, you know, good talent in the ACC. But at the same time, he got demolished by Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a, isn't a team that, you know, should be dominating you when you're the number six quarterback in the NFL draft. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. And now maybe he ends up being Tom Brady because, you know, he, he doesn't have a great arm, but he he does he has an NFL arm. He can make essentially every throw. Um, he's not doesn't have a Jamarcus uh, Russell arm or or a Josh Allen arm, but he can make every throw and he can and he's he is accurate with the ball. Um, you know, people said he can be inaccurate deep, but I mean, kind of who isn't? You know, uh, and I'm not saying that you know he's he's like oh who cares if he's inaccurate deep? I don't think he is. If you watch. His passes. Now, I haven't watched every single pass. Where, you know, I watched the Clemson game, and uh, I watched uh, the bowl game. So before we record our next show next week, I'm going to watch every single snap of this guy's season that's available out there, at least. But so he could very well be a Tom Brady type, where he just makes the right decision. Now, I know that that's kind of a cop out. You can't. I know that you can't just say every quarterback who doesn't wow you like, oh well, Tom Brady, because I know Tom Brady was a one in a million kind of guy. But I'm not going to sit here and say I don't believe this guy can be the guy because I do think there's enough there. He's a very smart player, like, and it's not just because he went to Duke and scored a, wonder, a 42 on the Wonderlick test. He's a very smart player at the ball. He had a lot of passes dropped. I mean, in the Clemson game, he came to play, and it just didn't work out. He had a big pass drop in the beginning of the game, and the guy took a beating. Um, and, like, that's another quality. He's not afraid to take a beating, and that's where I think – the Big Ben comparison that you made uh, last week was a very good one. Um, he's able to throw guys off, but at the end of the day, like I said, I still believe in Josh Rosen more than any of these guys. And when you had the opportunity to get Rosen and Allen, I just I think it's a mistake, Danny. No, you're right. Uh, on, uh, Jones and Josh Allen on the same line of grade. So that's that's one reason why they did not take Josh Allen. But uh, as you said, Daniel Jones, he has the potential to become great. Uh, yes, he's had bad starts, but let's be real. What quarterback hasn't had bad starts? Every quarterback has had bad starts in their careers. It comes with the position. But we, we cannot grade these guys until they play a legit game of NFL football. Dwayne Haskins may turn out to be the worst quarterback in this year's draft class. Kyler Murray may turn out to be the worst quarterback in this year's draft class. We just don't know. And we're going to be honest, we're not going to know what Daniel Jones is like until at least maybe late in the year this year or at least next year because he's not coming in this year unless Eli gets injured or Eli has a bad game or we're 0-14, let's be real. Because the Giants, they're going to roll with Eli Manning until they can no more. And... Daniel Jones, you're going to have to sit down and watch. And, I mean, uh, the Giants have picked the last three MVPs from the Reese's Senior Bowl. Davis Webb, Kyle Letta, and now Daniel Jones. So they <laughs> That's so a they, hell of a group right there. He's, a very, he's in great company. I, they believe in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Obviously, David Davis Webb has not worked out. Or, no, didn't work out. Kyle Letta is not working out, and he will not be on this roster. So, it's just... 
it's annoying with Daniel Jones because I firmly believe he would have been at 17, a bar in some sort of miracle. But, I mean, the credit to Giants, they identified their guy, and they got aggressive, and they took the pick, and they weren't going to sit around and risk, risk the chance that Daniel Jones fault, does a fall to them. So, uh, once again, Daniel Jones, I believe in him. We got no choice but to believe in him. We're going to be buying his jersey along with the three other draft picks we got. So it's going to be giving NFL a bunch of money when they release those jerseys. But uh, I, I just got to hope it's the right choice. We all got to hope it's the right choice. Uh, we're not going to like the pick right now. But I feel like in a few years, maybe we'll view it as the correct choice. And Dave Gellman could go to his beach with a drink in his hand and enjoy retirement, like he said. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where... It, I understand not liking it because I'm not one that likes it, but at the end of the day, we don't know until until we see. I mean, I know that's a very that's not that's a not a hot take at all, but we're not going to know until we see. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know hope for the best for Daniel because I think he has the capability to be a very good quarterback. And at the same time, like I said, he just does not wow me, and Josh Rosen did. Like Josh Rosen gets me excited. Daniel Jones doesn't. Um, even asking like, and, and I do not believe, and I, someone came at me saying, you know, about, about the whole Haskins, Daniel Jones thing. Now I can understand Haskins being ahead of Daniel Jones. In fact, going into this, I had Haskins a, a little bit above Daniel Jones, but Haskins is not miles ahead of Jones. I get the stats are on totally opposite ends, but when you just watch football on, on tape, they're not miles ahead. You put Haskins at Duke. And maybe he's better, but he's not having anywhere near the same stats and vice versa with Jones at Ohio State. Um, yeah, I, I'm hoping that this is a Brady-type pick. And I know that's at six and Brady was at 200. That's what I'm hoping for. But, I mean, Josh Rosen, I mean, to kind of get off of the Giants, what happens with Josh Rosen? Because he's got to be gone. The Redskins got their guy. I mean, it, the Dolphins, it's kind of like they're bidding against themselves. I mean. Maybe the idea of Josh Rosen staying with Arizona could be a reality if, if Miami's not willing to offer more than a third round pick. I mean, if they get if they get Josh Rosen for a third round pick, I mean, it's just going to be unbelievably frustrating that we could have gotten this guy for a third or you know you know traded up you know to get an earlier third round to to get for Rosen. Uh, it just it's aggravating, man, and. Yeah, it's I, it's one of those things we'll we'll wait and see. I know people want us to yell and call Dave Gettleman stupid, but at the end of the day, none of us really know with this position. Uh, it's and like I said before, it's such a hard position to judge, and I judge it more critically. I I try to be as critical as I can for quarterbacks, um, and I think there's something there's out of all the guys in this class, every single one had something you could be critical of. Uh, Jones is, is that it's just, you know, I, I was on uh, John Boy and Jake radio yesterday and I said, they just don't, nothing pops out at you. And that's the case. Now, that being said, Tom Brady, like what, what pops out of Tom Brady's game? Nothing really. It's just, he, he wins games. So hopefully that's who Daniel Jones will be is a, a smart player who wins game for, games for us on a consistent basis and hopefully can bring us some Super Bowls. But it's weird. It is weird that actually go ahead, Danny. I'll save that point for later. Uh, you're right with the. Uh, I'll talk about your Josh Rosen point first. Uh, the Dolphins, 
they're in the best position because who else is going to trade with the Cardinals? The Dolphins don't have to give up much. They could be like, look, we got, we'll offer you a third round pick. If you say no, all right, we'll roll with Ryan Fitzpatrick and we'll wait till 2020. The Cardinals, they lost a probably a viable suitor in the Giants, but even if the Giants didn't, let's say the Giants didn't take Daniel Jones, let's say they didn't take a quarterback in this year's draft, but they followed what happened at, at 30. The Giants, they would have not been able to offer the 37th pick. So maybe that would have taken them out of the running altogether because the Dolphins are probably still going to be interested in him at, him at that point. So once again, I did I I think Josh Rose was just a backup plan. I don't think he was ever the answer to the Giants. I think they viewed him as if Daniel Jones didn't come to us, then we're going to take uh, Josh Rosen as a backup option because it does. Maybe they love Dwayne Haskins, but let's not forget a team came out according to Yahoo Sports that. A team had Daniel Jones at the top of their board. And clearly, I guess that team had to be the Giants. Because if a team had him at the top of their board, they would have traded up. But, as you said, uh, we're they, people want us to scream at Dave Gellman, but how can we? The guy has more knowledge, hopefully, than us at, this, at his position. And so, he viewed Daniel Jones, him and the people in the building, including Pat Shermer, viewed him as the guy to bring this team back to the promised land because the pride Dave Gellman, Pat Sherman, they're going to be around for some time because we're in a rebuilding mode and you don't want to fire. I don't think they're going to, John Maris going to want to fire his GM during a rebuilding phase. So they're going to stick it out with Dave Gellman and Pat Shermer. And we just got to pray that these two are the right guys to get the job done. I believe it is. You just got to give them the right people. But when Eli steps down, Daniel Jones could have capable people around him, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, if he uh, brought back after the next two years. Uh, Sterling oh, Shepard, Corey Coleman, Golden Tate. Uh, he'll have a quality offensive line, hopefully after tomorrow, when they draft the right tackle or just an offensive tackle in general. Daniel Jones is in a position to succeed. It's just his. It's just in his plate when the ball is given to him take this opportunity and run with it and prove all the haters wrong and the doubters because we all have doubts with him, but if he could bring us championships, no one will complain about him. Yeah, it's he'll have no excuse to not be good. Obviously, you know, you have that grace period in the beginning, uh, but, you know, the media and the fans are going to be brutal with this guy, and he, I think he knows that, and I'm sure the Giants have talked to him about that. Um, yeah, and, and like you said, it's not that we're not frustrated and yeah, you know, agree with the decision, but at the end of the day, like we don't know. Okay, like I, we can sit here and pretend that we know. Like, oh, no way, this is you know Jones is not going to be a good NFL quarterback. We don't know. Um, and like I said, like as much as I like Josh Rosen way more than Jones, I don't know that Josh Rosen would be better than Jones. Um, now, how weird is it? Gonna, and and so as you know, lifelong Giants fans, we've known Eli Manning as our quarterback for. Uh, you know, 15 years now. And, you know, going into this day, it was like, okay, we're finally going to know who that next QB is going to be after 15 years of knowing who our QB was. And so, yeah. Hey, you guys do share the same name, though. We got to start Danny <laughs> Jones. Danny yeah. Jones. No, Danny not Daniel Jones. Jones. Daniel's too formal. Danny Jones. We're, we're, we got to start that. Hashtag Danny Jones. Hashtag Danny Jones. But you're right. It's going to be weird because I've literally only known Eli Manning. I've only known him as the quarterback because I'm only I'm younger. He's the only guy I've ever known. So seeing him leave is going to be quite weird. 
but I'm excited to have hopefully my own quarterback for the next 15 years. And that uh, it's just, just going to be a fun experience, knowing that we finally have the guy to most likely replace Eli. Before, we just had a, a guy in the 100 rounds that were like, oh, yeah, let's take him just to maybe have the chance of getting him to be the successor. But most normal football fans knew that was never going to be the case. That was just a reach. We tried to beat the New England Patriots, but we don't have their scouting abilities because they can draft someone in like, in, like, round five and make him, like, a Pro Bowl type of player. That That's a joke, obviously. But yeah. uh, uh, but I'm, 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 I'm excited, but it's going to be weird when Eli Mann is no longer our quarterback. Weather fans, even though every fan hates him right now, they're like, oh, we want Eli gone. When he's gone, it's going to be like, wow, this is what it's like. Yeah, I'm old enough to remember uh, when we said, when fans said that Ryan Nassib needs to be the starter week one. Um <laughs> But I, here, here's a, a gripe I do have with fans, because I'm fine with you being pissed off about this pick. I'm completely fine with that. Here's what pisses me off, though. I do not like the fact that people don't like him just because there's similarities to Eli, you know, the David Cutcliffe connection, um, you know, the similar, the similar body frame, um, somewhat similar playing style. I understand being aggravated that Eli is still the same quarterback, but don't project that onto Daniel Jones. I don't, or Danny Jones. I don't like that at all. Um, I think that's a, a kind of a loser mentality. And I, you know, I don't like to call people out like that. I just, I think it's a loser mentality to hate a guy because he reminds you of somebody and somebody who's been so great for our franchise. Um, over under two and a half starts for Danny Jones this year. I will say under. I'll say he'll get. A start this year, and right. based on that, uh, I'm gonna say the Giants are not gonna be good this year. And Pasher is be like, "All right, Eli, you're out. Daniel, we're gonna give you a game. We'll see where it goes." I, I agree. We've shown that whether you like it or not, Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer will be very stubborn at times, um, for the good and for the bad. So I think even if we are bad, we we hold off on Danny Jones coming in. Um, and especially with like, you know, I, I, you know, it's going to be very interesting because, you know, there's a lot of hate for Danny Jones right now that if Eli starts struggling, the clamoring to pick Danny <laughs> Jones in, it's going to, it's just going to be weird. Um, I, we should move on from the quarterback position though. Dexter Lawrence at 117. Uh, I like Dexter Lawrence a lot. He's a great run stopper. I'm not going to say I'm super excited about this pick. Uh, Montez Sweat, obviously, is extremely intriguing. The heart condition, that's one of those things where we just don't know. Okay, so uh, as much as I would love, like, as much as if Montez Sweat is picked there, I'm extremely excited because it's almost like we did, it's almost like we picked Montez at six and Jones at 17, as weird as that sounds. But, you know, Montez Sweat is an amazing talent. But at the same time, like, if that heart condition is serious, and, you know, you never get a down out of the guy or, or, you know, you don't get two years out of him, then obviously it's the right decision. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, he fills a need that was uh, left with, with Damon Harrison went out. A lot of people thought Dalvin Thomason would fill that. Dalvin Thomason is good. I don't think he's a world beater, but he is good. So it'll be interesting to see how they he, they use him, uh, BJ, you know, those two and BJ Hill. Um, right now what I could think is in the base set is, you know, using Dalvin at the nose. Uh, Dexter at the three and BJ Hill at the five tech. 
Um, I guess if you don't understand that, sorry. I feel like sometimes I just say stuff. <laughs> uh, um, BJ Hill would be outside of the tackle, uh, uh, Dexter outside of the guard, and then uh, Dalvin between the center and the guard. But also, we don't run base a lot. So, I mean, in your nickel set, it's going to be interesting to see how they work these two. I guess you can hit uh, BJ Hill as a defensive end in a nickel set or just use him on, you know, a first and second down guy. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting because, you know, we, wrote, we know we run that multiple defense. But at the end of the day, Dexter Lawrence is a good player. I've seen the whole, like, oh, we traded away Snacks and then Odell to replace Snacks. And people are like, oh, what's the difference? Well, the difference is Dexter Lawrence isn't turning 31 this season and have a massive contract. So I get being upset, but let's not just make – let's not find things to just say – because we're upset about the Danny Jones pick. Um, now, Dexter, his pass rushing isn't great, and people are saying it can be unlocked. At the same time, like, well, why hasn't he yet? I, maybe it's because Clemson had such good pass rushers in Cleveland Farrell, and uh, I think it was Christian Wilkins, the, the, uh, the cat who went to Miami. So, yeah, I mean, three Clemson defensive linemen in the first round, I mean, that's wild. Uh, obviously, the whole steroid thing at the end of the season. I don't know how, what the pit is that. I mean that that doesn't that doesn't like that doesn't like alarm me. Although you don't you don't want to see it. So, what's your thoughts on Dexter? Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you, but uh, uh, what the Giants plan to do with Dexter Lawrence? Art Stapleton uh, put out that uh, Dave Gellman and Pat Shermer believe Dexter Lawrence can play up front with B.J. Hill and Dalvin Tom- up play up front together with B.J. Hill and Dalvin Tomlinson at odd fronts, and there'll be a rotation in even fronts. So that seems like they're, I guess, what they hope Dexter Lawrence can do. But you're right. Uh, the steroids thing, I'm not putting too much into it. He's only been caught with it once. So hopefully it was just a lapse in judgment by him or someone that was helping him out. But... I agree 100% with what you said. Damian Harrison, as good as he was, he was turning 31, and he wasn't out there as often as we would have liked him to be. He had to take a lot of breaks, because let's be real, Damian Harrison, he's a big guy, and he, he's a dominant force. He needs to have some breaks. So he wasn't out there as much. Dexter Lawrence could be out there a lot more now. But you're right, uh, Dalvin Thomason, uh me and uh, Justin Panic were having this conversation before I just read that. Um, maybe they'll give Dexter Lawrence a try at a defensive end, because they tried that with Dalvin, when Damien was in, obviously, at the nose tackle, that didn't work out, so maybe they'll give Dexter Lawrence a shot there. I don't think they, they could, because, once again, uh, dependent... I mean, no, they can't, because they have Marcus Golden, so he's still an option there. I'm not sure what they're going to do with Dexter Lawrence, but you're right. The guy, um, not the best pass rusher abilities, but I like his size. He does have the, the punch to attack the gap that I like, but he was a dominant force on that Clemson defensive line that brought them to a national championship game. Obviously, he was suspended, for the national championship game, but he proved to be a valuable asset, in my opinion, to that line, and hopefully will be that same exact thing to our defensive line. And, I mean, it's a fine defensive line, Donald Tomlinson, Dexter Lawrence, B.J. Hill. Those are three quality guys. Uh, who knows how much time Donald Tomlinson has because he was a Jerry Reese guy, and one we've seen from Dave Gellman, he wants a bunch of those guys gone. So I believe in Dalvin Thompson. He'll be a quality guy, but as you said, he's not a world beater. He's not going to be blowing anyone away anytime soon, but he's a quality guy for what we got going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, yeah, I don't think he's a world beater, but I'm definitely a fan of Dalvin Thompson. I hope he's a, a big part of the defense. And uh, obviously he has, you know, he's still young and has a lot of room to grow. Uh, so what do you think about not taking a tackle at this pick? 
with Andre Dillard and Jawan Taylor still left on the board. And Jawan Taylor, I mean, he was projected to go top 10, and he's still available in the second round. I think he might be the guy that dropped the most out of, out of this first round. But, I mean, what do you think about us not going tackle there? Uh, see, uh, I was I was predicted the drive to go tackle there, but I honestly I'm, I wasn't surprised with the defensive pick because that's a, still a very big op- hole to fill right now because that's another struggle point because this is a very offensive line deep draft. But because, Ty, as you said, Juwan Taylor, he's still going to be there tomorrow, but not having our 37th overall pick, that does hurt. Uh, Andre Dillard, who's probably going down to that trash city down in uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Scumbag. Uh, scumbag City uh, to replace Jason Peters there. So maybe they didn't view him as a good enough right tackle, maybe. That I'm not sure about. Is, did Peters retire? What I, happened? I, I, I was confused because I know they got Lane Johnson. Is Peters hurt? I mean, is, or is, did I miss him retiring or what? I, be, I believe Jason Peters is still around, but as you know, the guy is like injured about every play nowadays. But, yeah, I remember uh, him on like Madden 04 too. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's is he he's still around. Yeah, he's still playing. But uh, so uh, I expected offensive line, but defense it didn't surprise me. Uh, if Christian Wilkins was still on the board, I would have expected the Giants to go him. Obviously, if the Raiders did for some reason not do Kellen Farrell, I would have expected him. Dexter Lawrence, he was the last guy wanted the Clemson guys. But don't get me wrong, I'm I'm fine with the pick. I'm not blown away. I wasn't jumping up and down, pumping my fists in the air. But I was like, all right, a quality guy. I'm not gonna get mad at this. I would have preferred offensive line because I feel like that's still a very big pressing issue. Or maybe this team believes in Chad Wheeler that they don't. They don't. I'm hopefully, hopefully they don't. I don't know what the team's doing right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Obviously, no second round pick is. Very interesting, and it's going to be hard to trade up from the 95 to get back in the second round. Have a little package, a huge bulk together. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we, we dropped from 12 picks to 10 when we trade up for DeAndre Baker, which we'll get to in a second. And by the way, the Raiders taking Cleveland Farrell at four. We talked about it. Like, they are the wild card. They're the way that we get a, either a Josh Allen or a Quentin Williams. And it held true, but we also were a wild card and didn't take Josh Allen. Uh, so yeah, um, let's see. If, let me see if there's anything else I want to clean up on the 117 pick. Um, yeah, Dexter Lawrence. I mean, I think he can be a very good player. I put up. A, I posted a picture of him getting ta- him tackling uh, old Danny Jones. By the way, so uh, people kind of like that. And and like you said, it was kind of like it's not a pick that excites you. And now then again, a lot of times the picks that don't excite you are end up being some of the greatest picks. Um, cause I, I, I try, I record my reaction with the Danny Jones pick, um, just cause I, was, I knew I'd get a good, you know, an authentic reaction out of the, the one six, no matter who it was. Uh, and then the, I started to try to do the Dexter Lawrence one and it was just like, Hmm, all right. Uh, and I'm like, well, that's not worth posting. No, no <laughs> one's going to care about that. Uh, man, I was so confident we were going to get Josh Rosen. As soon as Kyler gets picked at one, I'm like, I was Josh Rosen done deal. I mean, just. I don't, I don't think I've ever been as surprised by a draft pick as I was Danny Jones. Anyways, let's let's move on. Let's clean up the first round. DeAndre Baker out of Georgia. We trade the, the, second, uh, the second round, uh, pick 37, which was the pick that many of us thought would be the one that gave us Josh Rosen, plus a fourth and a fifth round pick. Uh, we dropped from 12 picks to 10 because of that to get maybe the best corner 
in this draft, DeAndre Baker out of Georgia. Um, you know, now I didn't really study DeAndre Baker going a lot into the draft. Um, so with 15, 20 minutes of preparation, you know, looking into it um, and the quote-unquote character concerns, I really like this pick. Um, I didn't know him much at first, but he seems like a kind of guy where, like, he doesn't run – he's not the fastest guy in a straight line. You know, he had a four five two forty at the combine. But, I mean, he's amazing in the press. He's extremely physical, and he plays faster than his 40 time is. Um, now, he, you know, him being so physical and aggressive can burn him sometimes, but you put him in a zone scheme, which is pretty much what we run. We don't run a whole lot of man, and if we do, it's not going to be a whole lot of press. I like this pick a lot. Uh, I thought we'd go corner maybe in the third round because I think there's a lot of value at corner, but I cannot hate on this pick. I think he is the best uh, pick in this draft, or sorry, the best corner in this draft. Um, maybe you could say Greedy Williams, but Greedy Williams has kind of dropped off. And we you, we talked about character concerns, and I went and looked. Basically, is he skipped the bowl game, and supposedly he wasn't the greatest influence on the team afterwards. Um, it's hard for me to put too much stock into that, and there's just not a whole much information on it. So, DeAndre Baker, um, as much as I thought we were going to grab Jawan Taylor with this pick, um, I've, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to downgrade DeAndre Baker because I wanted Jawan Taylor. Uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, I did expect the Giants to be taking corner in the first round, at least. This pick surprised me. But, yes, from what I can tell, Red heard, he was the best uh, a corner in this year's draft. And I was more of a fan of the guy out of Penn State, Amani Orwai. That's not his last name. I can't say his last name, but... Uh, DeAndre Baker, as you said, I, I heard of the character issues. I didn't know what, and that was his character issues. I, yeah, I don't got a problem with that. Uh, it seems like Dave Gellman and both Pat Sherman believe he could be a guy that could come in and contribute right away. I'm just confused where this leaves Sam Beal in this whole situation, someone that we expected to take a starter role this year. Maybe he doesn't take the starter role, or maybe they bump down Grant Haley in the depth chart. That's something that's going to have to be seen with him. But the guys had quality starts. I mean, he's a short guy, but, I mean, Giants are going with a short cornerback group right now. I believe Sam Beal's our tallest corner. I don't want to say that with confidence, but I'm going to say it. So, uh, I, I like the guy. Uh, I believe he'll contribute. Uh, I just have to do more research on him before I can get, like, a really firm decision on him. Yeah. Like you said, you know, we haven't watched every, you know, uh, every snap yet. But you'd have to assume if we're trading up for a guy like this, he would have to be a starter day one. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Jenkins because uh, I expect him to be on this team next year, but you never know what happens with, you know, training camp cuts or whatnot. Um, yeah, DeAndre Baker, hopefully he'll, uh, he'll be starting week one. Sam Beal, I believe Sam Beal will be expected to start because we had vested um, a good, I think it was a, a the third round pick into him. And Grant Haley, a guy me and you both are very high on, both like a yeah. lot. I think yeah. he'll be used as that dime corner and as depth and corners a position where guys get, you know, he, they get their playing time, you know, uh, even if they are the number four guy on the list. And Grant Haley's versatile. You can play him inside and outside. Um, yeah, so unless you got anything on DeAndre Baker to clean up on the first round, we can kind of talk about what we expect over the next two days. Uh, just out to the corner thing, I, I don't expect uh, Jenkins to be around after next year. That's just my thought on it. But because uh, I believe they're viewed to be uh, DeAndre Baker, Sam Beal, and uh, 
I'm going to say Grant Haley because that's the other guy on the roster right now. So I think that'll be the cornerback trio in 2020. Unless Shannon Shankis has a Pro Bowl year, he'll, he'll most likely be leaving after this year. That's just my take on it. But, yeah, that's all I got to add on that. We can move on to our expectations. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I think this will be Jenkins last year. The Giants, obviously, the contract is aspiring. Um, I forgot to do the ad, so this will be a perfect part to do a quick ad, and then we'll talk about what we expect out of day two and three. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, so day two, right now we only have one pick, and it's going to be at the very end. That would be the 95th overall because we traded away the second for DeAndre Baker. And we do have a huge hole at right tackle. Me and you have hit on this uh, a lot, that we cannot have Chad Wheeler as our starting right tackle going into camp. Um, Mike Remmers obviously is an option, but, you know, Mike Remmers still hasn't passed the physical. So as much as I want Mike Remmers and been the biggest advocate for Mike Remmers, it's hard to trust that he's going to be healthy for 16 weeks um, or even, you know, four. It's, it's just it's, you can't really bank on that. And so that's why I really thought that we would go after Jawan Taylor. I don't understand why Jawan Taylor is falling. Maybe it's, some you know, uh, something I didn't see on film, but. I, that's why I thought you want. I feel like your uh, offensive tackle was a much higher need than corner at the 30 spot. And even at the 17, I, I kind of wanted Jawan Taylor. So I don't know why he fell. I mean, but what do you expect out of round two and three? Do you think we trade up? Um, like, like you said, I mean, we needed offensive tackle. Uh, the Giants might have to trade up. But, I mean, once again, as I said, this is a very deep offensive tackle-based class. Uh, my mock draft, from what I could tell, this was very much a reach, but Bobby Evans, people have him as a third, fourth round guy. Maybe he could go there. Just no way the Giants sit around at 95. I, I find it hard to believe because the, you got to trade up because we, we're we very deep in this draft now. and We're very far back in this draft, and you don't want to sit around and just have to wait for someone to come to you. And because teams are going to be trading up now because you got like not as many edge rushers still available. In my, oh, you got edge rushers available, but not big-name edge rushers that can contribute right away, so teams are going to be trading up. I think they'll try and find a way to trade back into the second round. Obviously, we had a 37th overall pick, which was prime position. We could have got another, like, Will Hernandez-type player, but they decided to get DeAndre Baker with that 37th overall pick, which I believe was not needed in that trade, but they really wanted DeAndre Baker, so they put it in there. But I view offensive line as probably the biggest need we need to address uh, uh, maybe they have enough faith in uh, Marcus Golden and B.J. Hill to be our edge rushers this year. Maybe they'll tackle um, edge rushers during undrafted free agency period. But the Giants, I feel like offensive tackle has to be the biggest position we have to address because the way we, this draft went, uh, I think we need to get Eli's man at right tackle set, and we need to get Daniel Jones right tackle set for when he takes the reins, and hopefully next year. Right. Bobby Evans, he's the guy out of Oklahoma, right? Yeah, he's a guy out of Oklahoma that, from what I could tell, I drafted him too high, but uh, a quality player. Bobby Evans, right? Yeah, Bobby Evans, yeah, out of Oklahoma. Do you guys have the restaurant Bob Evans in New York? What's the name of it again? 
Bob Evans? No, I don't. We don't have it up here in New York. At least not where I live on Long Island. Okay. All right. That was. I don't know. I just heard Bobby Evans. Yeah, we talked about Bobby Evans the other day. I like him a lot. I think he probably would be the best option that's attainable. Obviously, Jawan Taylor, but that's just not going to happen at this point unless the guy murders somebody uh, <laughs> be, be, before seven o'clock tonight. Um, <laughs> hey, and Florida Gator players—you never know. I hate to bash a hometown kid, but anyways, yeah, it's it's. I kind of have no idea what we do uh, rounds two through seven. Um, like you said, I think because we have 10 picks or, you know, 10 picks total still, so uh, we have seven picks left, I do think that we get aggressive to move into, you know, the third round, maybe the second round, although I think that's just too far of a gap for us to get into. Um, I don't think anybody's going to want to tra- do that, especially when you get these later rounds and there's so many other trading partners. But, yeah, I would do a lot to get into the third round. Um, we have a, We have decent depth at defense. Now, we don't have, you know, our defense isn't great by any stretch of the imagination, but we do have kind of like we don't have any like glaring needs besides the edge. Um, you can say middle linebacker, although uh, I don't I don't see that as a biggest need as other people. Safety is essentially set. Corner we know what we got, and you know on the inside uh, we kind of have too many guys. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I, I think we just kind of have to do whatever we can to to get up to the third round and get some best available guys. And I believe one of those has to be right tackle. I tell you what, it it hurt my heart when Jonah Williams went, you know, I let out a scream when Danny Jones was picked, but my second biggest scream was 100% Jonah Williams going to Cincinnati. I just, I was like, I want it. I can't yell right now because I don't want to be the guy screaming at one o'clock in the morning, but I definitely screamed. I wanted him. When that happened. No, yeah, you're right. Uh, when, when I saw Jonah Williams first, I was like, oh, man, Bobby's disappointed. But then I posted on Twitter, I was like, bye, Jonah. The thought of having you was fun while it lasted. But, yeah, that one hurt me the most because I was like, that could be the 17th overall pick. Just seeing quality offensive linemen go off the board really hurt me. And us just sitting there with Danny Jones and me just in, like, a foul mood, which just bothered me every pick that went by. And I was like, could have gotten that guy. Oh, or that guy. Oh, <laughs> That was a nice yeah. guy. Andre Dillard, remember him? But that was just me. But, yeah, I, I I wasn't on the offensive line train as much in the first round, but with quality guys still in the second and third round, like Cody Ford, uh, Jawan Taylor, as you said, and not having a second-round pick, I don't want to be sitting around at 95, get higher up in the third round. Not the second round. I, I That's not going to be possible, I feel like. But getting higher up in the third round, I feel like, could be a more attainable option for the Giants. And there'll still be quality players there at the third round. Once again, this, I've been beating this point to a pulp. I think people are annoyed with me saying this, but this is a deep offensive line class, and I believe it can get it done. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, you know, Ford and Taylor being available still is quite a shocker. Uh, Ford, I could have seen Taylor. It, it just that that surprises me. I, I kind of want to go back and watch this film again to like what happened because um, he was rumored at seven to the Jags. Um, yeah, so I think that's it for the show. I guess we're not going to do, well, we're not going to do one after tomorrow because we don't have any freaking picks. And I guess we'll save our next show for Tuesday unless something happens. I almost said unless we trade for Josh Rosen because I said that at the, I have said it in like every show for the past two months and it's hitting me. It's like, nope, you can't say that anymore. Josh Rosen is not happening. Although he's still available. You never know. 
so, uh, yeah, Danny Jones. Let's get that going. Call him Danny Jones. Let's get something we can get a little giddy about. It's, Dan- it's Danny Jones, not Daniel Jones. Listen, one and zero every week. <laughs> you know, I, I made a, you know we made our pre-draft videos, and I was super optimistic. Like today's the day we get Rosen. Today's the day, and someone quote tweeted it, and like someone needs to tell this guy that we're just gonna get Daniel Jones. And I almost wanted to be like, man, shut up! I'm so <laughs> sick of people saying that we're gonna get Daniel Jones. It's such a stupid thing off of one rumor. But I was like, you know what? Don't fight this fight, Bobby. And now looking, it's like we did get Daniel. And I, I had a, I probably have to go delete from my. I had a, uh, you know, the uppercase, lowercase, like. The Giants are going to draft Daniel Jones with the SpongeBob. I had that drafted, ready to go. Man, uh, it's like every time I get like really strongly opinionated, I just get completely proven wrong. Whether it's Josina Anderson, uh, the Odell trade rumors, it's every freaking time. Anyways, we'll be talking soon. Uh, obviously, we're going to be active uh, online the next couple of days, and we'll be there with you after the draft to go through. Every pick and also all the undrafted free agents, and hopefully we can get some uh, some gems. We got some decent undrafted free agents last year. Uh, let's let's end it. We talked too much. All right, Danny, we're we make sure to follow us too at Bobby Skinner NFL at Danny King NFL. Hey Daniel Jones, Dan, you know oh you know this Daniel Jones is not even verified. That our, our starting quarterback or our future quarterback from New York Giants not even verified. So before we get verified, Daniel, change your name to Danny. And Danny, you don't have to be Danny Boy King anymore, so you win that bet. Um, So, yeah. All right, this has been Talking Giants. We'll see you guys next time. Let's go Big Blue. My dog's snoring. Let's go Big Blue. (laughs)